Never marry a man who has these seven habits. In this video, you will discover what red flags to look out for so you avoid so much disaster, so much disappointment, and of course, a divorce. So of course, comment below if you are ready to discover what the red flags are that you should never, never, ever ignore. Hey, I'm Antje Boyd, founder and creator of the Magnetize Your Man Method. And look, this is the channel where we magnetize your man, that man so that the man that you want desires and pursues you forever. And of course, if you like anything in this video, what I wear, my earrings, my background, give it a like. And of course, um, let us know. And of course, hit the bell below for more juicy videos coming your way that help you to attract the right man for you. And after you subscribe, let us know I have subscribed so we can actually join you in, <laughs> join you, uh, welcome you to the community that you just joined. And of course, sharing is caring. So share with all your juicy girlfriends as well. So let's go ahead and dive right into the seven habits that you should never ignore when it comes to talking about marriage. Now, number seven, I'm really excited about this one because a lot of women don't understand this one. Dreamer versus builder. So you see, there is men that are talking a big game, right? They're talking, you know, we're going to have this beautiful home. They talk about, oh, we're building this gorgeous business together. Oh, we'll have those three kids together. Oh, we're going to volunteer at church together. Oh, we're going to travel the world together, right? So, oh, when, once I hit them, um, the jackpot, whatever, I'll buy you the mansion on the ocean and whatever the case may be. So this is what I call a dreamer. Now, dreamer oftentimes is to be found in the dismissive avoidant attachment style realm. It doesn't always have to be the case, but most often it is. And the dreamer, it's, the dreamer has good intentions. The only problem with that is, is that you continue to be disappointed over and over again. And especially if you had a dad like me who made you promises that then eventually didn't become reality for one reason or another. We're not pointing any fingers here, right? It actually re-traumatizes the nervous system and it actually prepares you to be ready for disappointment. Why would you prepare yourself for disappointment? Why would you run around with an unconscious expectation to be disappointed? That to me is absolute craziness. Now, let me tell you about the builder. Okay, so the builder, <laughs> the builder is, for example, my husband, right? The builder takes action immediately. When something needs to be fixed, he's out of the house. He fixes it right away. He also tackles things that are not so fun, right? For example, you know, dealing with bank statements, right? Dealing with taxes, dealing with insurance, like all those like Oh, not so fun things, right? But those people, those men are on top of it, right? Because they have actually matured, but they have grown from the little boy stage. Like, mommy's going to do it all for me. I'm only going to do what's fun to... Okay, you know, as a man, there are responsibilities, right? Like the king integrity, um, of course, requires that of me for me to build strong walls of the kingdom, right? Meaning also doing the things that are not so fun. But, you know, you'll see it. So as soon as you move, he has the moving truck ordered. He is ready to go, right? Like he takes on the logistics. And it's it's absolutely incredible to witness 
Now, this is something you want to pay attention to because you do want to marry a builder. You don't want to marry a dreamer because otherwise, guess what? You're going to have kids. You're going to be like, you're going to feel you're going to be by yourself. You're going to feel like you have to steer the boat. You, you feel like you have to initiate everything. You feel like you have to carry it all. And I don't wish that on you. I wish on you that you're going to end up with a builder. Now, number six, like definitely huge habit here, dishonest. And you know, I actually even want to go that fast to, far to say, even if it's a white lie, right? Even if it's like, if you're consistently feeling, wait a minute, this man is actually withholding important information from me. Well, you know, that's something to look at because what else is he hiding, right? And hiding is a lack of authenticity. It's a lack of transparency. And eventually it will erode the trust. Do you know how many women come to me after they've been married for 10 or 20 years? And then of course they got a divorce and because the men ended up cheating on them or because, you know, um, all the four horsemen were present in the marriage, right? Like uh, John Gottman talks about that. And the reason why is because it started with little dishonesties, right? It, ta it talked a little bit, flat. well, did you eat the last cookie? Oh, no, I actually didn't, right? Or did you stay out later than like, last night? Like how long, when you, did you come home? Did you have to more than two drinks? Whatever it is, right? There's always like the sort of either flat out lies or, or wide lies, right? Did a woman flirt with you? Yes or no, right? So all those things. So you notice okay, this guy is just like a little bit dishonest. There could also be, you could you get the sense that he's hiding his phone, that his phone is turned upside down. There's some secrecy. You know, I had one girlfriend and he would always go in the rose gardens. They had a beautiful rose garden. And he would go in the rose gardens to have, when he got a certain phone call. And, you know, sure enough, she found out later um, <clears throat> that that was, he had an affair. Right. So dishonest, something to look out for, for sure, because it will erode the trust. Because look, we women, we know, we just feel it inside of ourselves. We are so aligned and we're not, with, you're not speaking to that. You're betraying yourself and eventually you're going to get betrayed. When a woman comes to me and tells me, Auntie, I got cheated on, you know, I got betrayed. I got lied to, right? I was like, well, when did you start cheating on yourself? This would be one of those moments. If you feel something in your gut is not right, but yet you're like, ah, I'm just probably going to make this up. Oh, I'm just probably, I'm probably too tired. Like I'm probably, uh, you know, I'm probably too anxious and so on. No, just pay attention to that closely. Now, another one <clears throat> that I would definitely pay attention to is number five, if he gossips. So if you notice, especially when the other person has left, has left the room, like his friend, uh, maybe even a family member, that he gossips, he talks badly about other people when they're not present. That, of course, speaks to a huge character flaw because it really says, I have weaknesses inside of myself that I don't want to see. And so what I do instead is I project it onto another person. By the way, that's what gossip is really all about, okay? So I want to make myself feel better, right? Like I want to feel superior. And, uh, you know, that's, that's going to be great because if I gossip, then the other person looks inferior. Perfect. So you want to pay attention to that because that's going to play out in your marriage as well. He's going to gossip about you. 
right? He's going to be condescending towards his friends about you. It's going to make little jokes, right? Like, oh, she gained a couple pounds, right? Or maybe she's not the best cook in the world, right? Or she's not the cleanest person in the world, or she's not the most, you know, on time, whatever the case may be. But again, when we're talking about trust, it's eroding the trust inside of yourself, right? Because either you're going to hear it from your friends or the integrity of the marriage is going to crumble because like there's no like us unit. We are a team, but rather it's, it's like, a, it's like kind of like you and me, right? We're fighting against each other and you actually have to look out for your spouse, like for you, for him to not attack you. You can't feel safe in that relationship. You can't create real emotional intimacy in that marriage. Now, comment below. I'd love to hear which country or state are you watching from? And let's go ahead, dive right into number four, which is extreme mood swings. So you may meet a man and you may be really mesmerized by him because he's extremely charming, right? Like Humphrey Bogart comes to mind, right? I'm not saying that he's a bad person, but you know what I mean? Casablanca, like he's just as charming. He's the sweet talker. He just knows the right thing to say at the right time. And he's like, how are you so smooth? However, as the time goes on, you actually also notice, wait a minute, he also has like an angry side to him, right? He can swing from Mr. Charming to being completely even outright mean, even outright maybe attacking you, maybe even outright blaming you. I would very much look out for that because for one, that is actually a sign of a narcissist. That's one of the habits that a narcissist betrays, particularly an overt narcissist. But also, you want to always pay attention to extreme mood swings because that means whatever is expressed in that moment is actually not authentic. It's a compensation, right? So you want to ask yourself, what is this man really suppressing? Right. So if he's not really Mr. Charming, then what is he really suppressing? Is he suppressing that he's actually depressed, that he's actually sad? Like, what else am I getting getting myself into? You know what I mean? So it's a little bit also the secrecy again, like he's hiding something because when he then gets angry and furious, that usually is a response pattern when someone feels helpless and powerless. So if you're, if you see a man doing that, right, and he's going to actually judge himself feeling helpless and powerless versus having the emotional ability to connect to it and to metabolize it, that's not good news because he's going to project it onto you. You will be the one who has to carry the weight. Number three is, and I've heard this many times, is he's only self-interested. So this could go even, and you see this actually from the first dates on, if he's just about talking about himself, right? Sure, maybe in the first or first one or two dates, he may be nervous. He may want to impress you, right? So if you really like him, that doesn't necessarily mean that this is a red flag. But if it continues, if he continues to just talk about his work forever, and if you notice when it comes to you, he has just not this ability to focus on you, to invest energy into you, right? That he puts attention onto you. you. You just never feel that. It feels like, it feels flat, right? It's like if it comes to you, whether you share something from yourself, like he's just going to say, you know, respond with like one, one word answers, um, or he's going to turn it right around on himself, 
right? Oh, that reminds me, you know, you maybe you share about your vacation. He's like, oh, that reminds me of the vacation that I took. Or maybe you tell him about your friend, you know, oh, that reminds me of my best friend, you know, that I had in high school. And oh, so it's such a funny story. So they will always turn it on them. And of course, one thing that you can do is like, hey, I'm noticing something. Can I be honest with you? You can absolutely do that. Absolutely. Um, you know what I'm noticing is that, and I don't know if you noticed that too, or, you know, so I'm just, I'm just asking. Um, so I just noticed, you know, when I talked about my girlfriend who uh, told, you know what I mean? Like I was wanted to talk about how I enjoyed meeting her, all the things. I noticed that right away you talked about, about your man and, um, and I felt like, you know, I was like still talking about my girlfriend and I, you know, I enjoyed being listened to. I enjoyed that you were actually investing in me. And I'm curious if you noticed that, that you were actually shifting um, or anything like that, right? So you can actually see what he says for sure. So sometimes you can turn it around a little bit, but it's going to be, it's going to feel a little bit like as if a Mustang wants to run away and you constantly have to pull it back. So it's going to be exhausting after a while, right? And what's unfortunately going to happen is you are going to develop resentment and condescension towards him. You just will because you're going to get worn out. You're going to get stressed out. You may not have the resources to deal with it. You may snap at him. So that's something that's, you know, probably not a good idea to marry this guy. Number two is being abusive on any level. So some women come to me and say, well, Auntie, no, at least he doesn't beat me. Okay, well, that's one abuse, right? That's the physical abuse. But what about the psychological abuse, right? What about the emotional abuse? Does he make fun of you consistently? Does he make condescending comments in front of his friends, in front of his family, Consistently, right? Is he constantly like putting you down, but then he plays it down and says like, hey, that's, I'm just joking. You know what I mean? Like, don't, don't you understand a good joke, right? No, 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 no. If the joke is always on you and it's never on him, that's abuse. And you can usually identify that when you even start dating someone, like somebody who will even like, it's a little bit more than a tease. It's like almost an insult, Right? Like when they just make little comments um, that are just, just a little bit, they don't sit right in your stomach, right? They don't sit right in your gut. And you just know, mm, I don't know about that. Like that was, that was just not so appropriate, right? So I would watch out for that. Like, so make sure don't wait until actually something physical happens or until he actually yells at you, emotional abuse, right? Or until he actually, um, screams at you until he attacks you, right? Like there's so many little signs ahead of time, blowing things out of proportion, not taking responsibility for his, his own actions, right? For himself. And it's oftentimes also not, um, it consistently happens over and over again. So there may be an apology, but then there's abuse again. And as apology, it's abuse again. Unless you're dealing with a narcissist, in which case there will be never uh, an apology. So if you're liking this content, make sure to like, share, and subscribe below for more juicy videos coming your way. Now, number one is a little bit more predictable, which is inconsistent, right? If he is inconsistent, it's not going to change when you marry him. Now, I see so many women that come to me and tell me, well, once I marry him, things are going to change. It's the same thing when people say, well, once we have a baby, things are going to change. I have news for you complexity starts entering your life, higher levels of stress starts entering your life, higher, how, higher scenes that you can't predict, unknowns, uncertainties, 
to which we have reactive patterns will come into your life. And you want to tell me life gets better, right? When you get married? No. Like, so when he is consistently inconsistent, that means he has a lack of integrity. And that will certainly show in the marriage, you will start to get annoyed. You will start to get resentful because you, again, we talked about the disappointment earlier on. So you will continue to feel let down. You feel like you can't trust him. And you also feel like you can't really respect him. You know, if he just calls you so often or he goes out with the friends and then he comes home the next morning or he's just inconsistent, right? Like sometimes he shows you his love and sometimes he doesn't and sometimes he's in a good mood and then sometimes he's not. And I'm not saying that there's not variety to ourselves. I'm not saying that there's not complexity to ourselves. But if you know, we have overall a personality, right? We have overall a certain energy, how we show up. And if that consistently changes, right? Like he's in a good mood and then he's like a hermit and depressed and he's not talking to you um, or he's in anything in any way, shape or form inconsistent, drops off the earth, comes back, no acknowledgement. You know, those are like just really some things that you want to certainly look out for. Now, before I share my bonus secret, comment below, what are some of the red flags you have observed in your man? Love to know. And last, but certainly not least, the bonus is he makes you feel insecure. Now, this is, of course, a little bit more about yourself, so it's hard to say it's a habit in that sense. But again, we women are so intuitive. And if you feel off balance, if you feel out of sorts every time when you're around him, right? If you feel like, gosh, I feel pretty unstable when I'm around him. You know, if you feel that level of insecurity, that's not a good sign because that means that he has a certain level of insecurity inside of himself. And that means that he can't hold when all the different parts of you are coming up. This, of course, could also be a pointer. I always tell my women, how do you know that you're dating and the dismissive avoidant attachment style? You actually feel insecure. You're constantly questioning. You're constantly wondering. You never know where you're at with a dismissive avoidant attachment style. Things are vague, right? This goes back to the dreamer, right? Like someday we built the house and someday we're going to go travel. And by when, 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 when are the tickets booked? Um, have we, have we looked at a, a loan officer, you know, like, you know, what kind of mortgage can we afford? Like what is actually, what's actually specific, tangible, right? Is that actually showing up? Or do you feel like, mm, I don't know. I love what he says. I want to believe it, but I don't know. I, I, I think I need to not get my hopes up so high, right? Like that's definitely a red flag for you. So if you want to attract the right man for you, hop on over to mymquiz.com and the link is also right below this video. And of course, if you haven't watched already, when a man deeply loves you, he'll start saying these five things. Ladies, this is it for today. Much love to you and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.